Hello Grievers. Today, on this mini episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, my topic is going to be the holidays. Yeah, that takes a lot of deep breath, right? This is four years without my son. Four years since his suicide. And that will make it the fifth Christmas season. And this year, more than ever, with the way 2020 has been, I don't even know how to describe what it's going to look like. This year, because we're working a somewhat normal job, and we have limited contact with the public, very safe, very limited, but still contact with the public on a daily basis, I've started hearing things like, are you ready for Thanksgiving? Or have a happy holiday? And we won't even digress and go into the fact that I'm not sure people should be getting together for the holidays at all because of COVID. But let's try to come back to the point of dealing with this as a griever, as someone who, at least for me, the holidays are just never going to be the same. The holidays, just like my son, cease to exist the way they had before in 2016. And just like a lot of things about my life, I've just accepted that they're never going to be the same again. Now I say that, and I'm over four years in, Griever, so please know that that wasn't something I came to easily either. And for the sake of probably most of what I'm talking about, I'm going to clump Thanksgiving and Christmas together and just call it the holidays. But we we probably mostly focus on Christmas when we talk about the holidays, right? And I know that for me, Alex died in August. So December, I was still pretty much in shock. I don't I don't remember a lot. I know that I have a few pictures and we've talked about it enough that I have um, imprinted a memory in my brain, but I don't remember a lot. And I know that I didn't decorate at all that year. Um, Christmas Eve during the day, I remember getting my husband together to put up one of our small trees. And we used to put up multiple trees. I had a big tree that I put up in the back family room with the fireplace and we had a front tree. I had several small trees. I was planning to start a grandchild only tree um, decorated with woodland animals across the whole farmhouse dining table. I mean, so while I don't feel like I was a Christmas freak, we definitely had a decorated house. We definitely had traditions. We definitely had things that we put out in that first year. I didn't do any of that. On Christmas Eve, I forced myself with the help of my husband to put up the small tree in the den because I had a small granddaughter who was going to be coming over, my first grandchild, my oldest child's daughter, and I just couldn't bring myself to not have some tree for her, even though realistically I knew she wouldn't remember. I wanted her to have pictures with a Christmas tree in it. So somehow we limped through that holiday, and I don't really remember much about it. Um, The second holiday, we were still in our house. If you know our story at all, you'll know that by 2018, we had sold our house and RV, and we're living in an RV, traveling the country. But in 2017, we were still in our house. And to be honest with you, my husband and I both talked about this, and I don't remember what we did that second year. I think we put up a few more decorations. I'm pretty sure it wasn't everything. 
Um, but here's wherein the problem lies. I remember talking to my kids and trying to decide what traditions do we keep? What traditions do we not keep? Do we do everything new? It was just so hard. Um, I could not bring myself to put up the ornaments. Actually, I don't think I put up the second tree because that tree was the tree that held all of my kids' ornaments. I had always given my kids an ornament on Christmas Eve. And so I had an ornament for all three of them for every year. And I know that I decorated on some level that second year and I just couldn't bring myself to put that tree up. I think I might have put the ornaments out in a bowl on the table. I don't know. I'd have to ask my kids to be sure, and they might not remember. So then the third year, we were at a place, which that was only two and a half years into Alex's loss, but we were at a place as a family that we kind of discussed it. And since we were traveling, we decided we would start to make new memories. And maybe every year we would go somewhere fun in the sun and start that as our Christmas tradition as a family. And we went to Disney in Orlando and spent a week there. We got all the, we got the kids each their own cabin. We went to Disney twice. We spent the week with my brother and his family. Ironically enough, we're down here in Orlando living now, so I can see my brother um, more often. But that's where we were then. Last year in 2019, it was a bit disjointed. Grief had taken more of a toll on my family and things were a little bit harder last year. And we found ourselves back in Kansas City in the winter in our RV. And that just wasn't a very pleasant situation at all. But we took took advantage of that and went out with my son and his girlfriend and my grandkids for the, the evening and spent, um, you know, kind of a Christmas celebration day together. What I will tell you is, if you're, you know, paying attention to any of this, it just sounds disjointed. It sounds clunky and uncomfortable because it is. This year's going to be even more so because, well, it's 2020 and COVID-19 has wreaked its um, effects on our entire society and everything we do. And now we don't know if we should even get together with people at all. So I kind of feel like 2020 has to be taken off the table. I feel like we had nice grand beach plans with my son and now maybe they're not going to happen. But it tells me that we're getting to a place where maybe we are getting back into some of something because it will be the second year we've decided to bring him somewhere sunny and to bring our kids to be with us and to incorporate maybe the beach. And maybe maybe that's where we're getting, towards a new tradition, towards something new. But I'll digress for a minute and go back to did I like the holidays before because I know the holidays you know, are supposed to stand for family and merriment and closeness and all these good things. And for grievers, the holidays are just hard. And I was discussing this with my son the other day. And I kind of think, I mean, he said the same thing. He said, Mom, the holidays are just never going to be the same for us. And he's right. And I think something else he said really stuck with me, which is it's just going to take time it's going to take time for us to figure out what the what this looks like. And I think he's right. I mean, as my kids age and their kids age, I think we'll just probably fall into some sort of a rhythm. And we're just kind of in that awkward in between time where we don't 
know what to do and we don't we still don't know how to live without Alex let alone have the best time of the year or what's supposed to be the best time of the year without him I definitely know that I've only made mashed potatoes one Thanksgiving since he's been gone because I I don't think I even cooked the first Thanksgiving and mashed potatoes were not only his favorite but it was something he liked to cook with me and it was something that he did he made the mashed potatoes and I don't feel like I'm overly um, sentimental about things like that. But for some reason, just didn't want to make the mashed potatoes. And I think that some people do it the opposite. They have to make the mashed potatoes or whatever it is because that's what their loved one ate. And for me, because Alex was the one who made them, I guess I just felt like I, I you know, I didn't want to. Um, and so at the end of the day, I... I don't have any grand advice about how to handle the holidays because ultimately there just isn't a right or a wrong. And that's what you have to tell yourself because if you're like me, you might put a little bit of pressure on yourself to do things right, especially if you have other children, especially if you have grandchildren and extended family, you might think I've got to do this right. So you try to think through what you can do. And I think all you can do is the best you can do. And the best advice that I have, if there's any, is to, one, here's the old adage again, allow yourself grace and space. Allow yourself some time in the morning on those days to maybe take a deep breath, meditate, do whatever makes you a little more centered. Realize that there is no right answer. And I would greatly encourage you, if you're at all able to in your family, talk to each other, allow each other the time and space to grieve as you need to because we're all grieving differently. Understand that there's going to be a lot of trial by error and that is just what it is. So for today, I'm not sure that I have a whole lot more to say about the holidays but that I'm thinking about each and every one of you as we go into this very difficult, hard season and I will be thinking of all of you as you hold your loved one near and miss them and wish they were here, but know that they're not. I wish you peace when you can find it. I wish you happiness with the ones that you have. And I wish you memories, lots and lots of memories. I'll be back again next week. Talk soon, grievers.